This is an AMI podcast. This is an AMI podcast. Thank you so much, gentlemen. Uh, enjoying coverage of this uh, game of the uh, Open Division. Team Gold, 6-4 winners over Team Red. They were wearing the yellow, or make that team yellow. They were wearing the red jerseys this afternoon. In, uh, in what could be best described as uh, the Jason Yuha continued uh, showcase as far as uh, prowess on the offensive side of things. Three goals and an assist in in the big victory. They improved to 2-0 and on this tournament with one more game remaining. You are listening to AMI Audio in the 2018 Canadian National Blind Hockey Championship. Let's turn it over to our panel right now. It's Brock Richardson and friends. Gentlemen, uh, welcome back to the Jason Yuha Show. Thank you, Dave, and you're absolutely correct. It was the Jason Yuha Show, obviously with the hat trick, and uh, Jeff Ryman had the proverbial hat throw on the ice, even though he didn't have a hat in his hand, but... I'm joined by Dave Recamina, Brett Wills, and Cam Jenkins. Gentlemen, thoughts starting with you, Dave. Yeah, definitely the Jason Yuha show. Boy, did he put a show on, uh, as Dave Bastel was saying, with three goals and one assist. But, you know, he was the dominant player every time he was out on the ice and some of the plays he was making. You know, I kept thinking to myself, geez, if this guy had 20-20 vision, how good would he really be? I mean, Wow. He did put on a show, uh, his moves. Uh, there was that one goal, I think, where it was the... No, it wasn't McKechn, but I think it may as well have been Jason Yuha, where he scored on the rebound after his own wraparound shot. But uh, it was that kind of play out there, and it was just dazzling. But as well, on the other side, Kelly Serbu also had a hat trick, I believe. So, you know, we saw some real high-caliber play here. And the tempo of the game, especially in the first half, I thought was, you know, surprisingly quick. Uh, you know, given the vision limitations uh, of the players. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. Cam, what about you? Thoughts? Uh, like everyone's saying, it's the Yuha show. And I think uh, he's definitely uh, cemented himself to be on the Canadian national team uh, when they play in October of this year against the Americans. Uh, Joey Cabral, I think he had a stellar game as well. He came up with some huge saves when they really counted. And uh, once again, I don't know if he cemented himself, but uh, he's one step closer to being on that Canadian national blind hockey team as well. Now, Brett, sir, you had a message for... Yeah, goaltenders, and uh, we were having quite the conversation, and that message, sir, was what? Well, like, you, you got to have a, a team uh, of five guys play sound in front of you, and if you don't, then uh, you're going to have the uh, the 6-4 uh, games, and uh, I, I just, uh, all weekend, uh, I'm starting to feel bad for the, these goaltenders. Uh, if, uh, if you don't have uh, five guys in front of you... Um, then uh, you're not going to win a hockey game. So it's never the goaltender's fault? It's never the goaltender's fault. I think Cam might have something to say about that. Do you agree, disagree? Oh, what do you think I'm going to do with Brett? Come on. <laughs> at the end of the day, you got to make the big stops at the end of the day. Yeah, you got five guys in front of you, but that yellow team, they are a good team. Kelly Serbu, uh, Vince Ryan, he had a, a goal as well uh, on that game, and uh, you know, the gold team, they just came out on top at the end of the day. And goaltenders, like, you know, Brett, I know you let a lot of goals in during your time as a sledge hockey goalie. and That's why your you know, neck hurts all the time, yeah? Oh, uh, the sunburn on the uh, back of my neck from the goal. From the goal, like, yeah, yeah. Red lip, Brett. <laughs> okay, so my question now is, can you really 
talk about Gabral still being the MVP when you've got guys like Serbu in the tournament just doing a really good job and can we still have that conversation as him being in the MVP, Brett? I, I still think so. Like I said, five guys in front of you need to play well in order for a goaltender to have a chance. If you don't have five guys playing well in front of you, you're not going to have a chance. But you also have to consider, I think that Joey Cabral is the front runner for, for this Canadian team that's going to be competing in October. Yeah, I, I agree. I think he's uh, got to be right up there. Cam, what about you? Do you think he can still be in the conversation? Oh, yeah, obviously he's in the conversation because of how he's played this weekend. I just think that uh, from Team Red, Aaron Prevo, and from Team Black, Lauren Weber, they're going to have something to say about that because I think they had both phenomenal games uh, last game, and they're going to have something to say moving forward in this tournament. So I think each goalie in this tournament really wants, obviously, to be on the Canadian team, and with each performance that happens, uh, everyone's elevating their game after that. So once again, I think it's wide open. Dave, something that comes to my mind is, okay, Team Gold is now 2-0. they got one more game to play uh, this afternoon. How do you not look ahead to uh, what might be a gold medal game uh, final tomorrow uh, on Sunday? Well, that's where the coaching comes into play. and uh, you know, I'm Funny sure. how I left that conversation for you to have. <laughs> how appropriate, eh? But, uh, no, I think really that's, that's where the quality of coaching comes in, and you've got to keep your guys focused on the matter at hand, which is the next game this afternoon. Even though it might be a meaningless game or it might be a game against a weaker opponent, it could be a trap game, you've got to keep your guys focused and, and on the task at hand, and that's win the next game, and then we'll worry about Sunday's game come Sunday. Brett, any additional thoughts to that? I, I think Dave's right. Um, uh, but uh, also uh, on, a, uh, on another note that uh, positivity plays a huge role in it. If a, a team is down... Uh, uh, zero uh, wins, two losses uh, going into their third game. Uh, just keep positive, keep the, the foot on the gas, and who knows what's going to happen in that third game. Cam, we've, we've, you know, Dave said you got to keep the, uh, you know, the foot on the gas, but is it easier to play knowing that you're 2-0 and, you know, heading into the last game? Is it easier then, in your opinion? Uh, well, I think it's kind of tough. It depends on who you're playing at the end of the day. Uh, in my personal opinion but at the end of the day what you've got to do is you've got to keep pushing through and you want to keep getting those wins and I think that's what's going to be the determining factor here and why they're going to potentially go through this entire tournament um, you know without a loss you can't say that until all the games have been played but they've got to be determined and you know get through that gold medal game which I think they're well on their way to doing yeah, I do. I think they've uh, solidified that as well. But obviously, there's another game, and uh, anything can happen. With that, we're going to head back to Dave Bassel as Jeff's got an interview for us. Thank you so much, gentlemen. Thank you so much, gentlemen. Uh, Jeff Ryman sitting by with a special guest uh, on the uh, recap of Team Gold versus Team Yellow. Take it away. I'm here with Alec Angus of the Team Gold winning team, 6-4, the final score. Alec, how would you assess your play out there? 6-4, going up 2-0 in this tournament. How do you feel? Uh, we're feeling pretty good right now. Uh, we just got to keep it going strong, keep uh, keep our legs going, and uh, play hard. And you've got one of the top players in the tournament, Jason Uha. This is just his second blind hockey tournament event. Uh, how is it playing with a guy like that? Um, it's awesome because like I've played a bit of hockey myself when I was a kid, and uh, 
he's played a lot of hockey and he's played very competitive hockey. It makes it uh, makes your job a lot easier because he's such a smart hockey player. He knows where to go and where to be so that when you pass it to him, you can make a quick chance at a goal or whatever, right? You have a great team effort here with him on the ice. And you were just telling me off air that you've been at this tournament ever since 2013, not necessarily playing, but now you're playing. Uh, how does it feel to be in Toronto at this tournament and knowing that you've been here right from the beginning? Oh, it feels pretty good knowing that, especially since coming here and watching, just wanting to play, and it's just finally happening that I'm here and able to play. It's great. And finally, you guys obviously won 6-4. Positives, do you want to take over to the game this afternoon? Um, we need to keep our effort up, like in the... We were kind of a little slack in the first, but we picked it up in the second and third. We just need to keep that intensity and keep that effort going into the next game. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much, Jeff. Uh, and, of course, Jeff Ryman joins us now uh, upstairs in press row at the Mattamy Athletic Center. Uh, fantastic game for Team Gold. Uh, they are 2-0 and on the tournament and appear to be in the driver's seat, uh, of course, uh, having one more game this afternoon. They don't want to take that for granted entering that one, but so far so good, and everything's clicking for Team Gold in this tournament. Yeah, I think they got to keep up the uh, momentum they've got here, 2-0, and to start the tournament. Uh, the only thing now is that becomes fatigue. Maybe that sets in. I mean, playing two games in one day can be pretty exhausting, especially at a tournament like this where there's such high stakes, uh, especially with that uh, Team Canada announcement coming tomorrow. And, guys, I want to bring in the Neutral Zone panel. Um, that was a pretty... I mean, I know my adrenaline rush is just starting to come down right now from that game because we had two of the top players and two of the potentially top teams in the whole tournament. Uh, guys, what do you guys think of uh, that last one? To me, that's the benefit of having the two games is because you're still riding on that adrenaline. So hopefully you can still use that adrenaline and uh, carry yourself through, even though for Team Gold they are 2-0. and But they can use that adren adrenaline, hopefully. Brett? Well, uh, to Brock's point, uh, the, the adrenaline... Uh uh, from a personal experience, it, it, as long as you keep that adrenaline going, you should be good going forward. Uh, now they've had two days of uh, on-ice activity. Uh, they've felt each other out, and uh, it, they all look good going forward. Cam, any thoughts on that last game? That's probably the best game that I've seen the entire tournament, and I'm so pumped. I'm ready to go. I want the next game. I want that gold medal game. If I could watch those two teams play the entire tournament... I'm pumped. Let's do it. Yeah, and Cam, I want to stick with you just for one more second. We had Anthony Chula up here, and I know you asked him a question about the visors. Can you give us a little bit of clarity on that? Yeah, I was asking about the uh, visors. Uh, some of them are wearing a, a reddish or a pinkish visor, and that's uh, because of the lighting. Um, it can be very bright in here, so they can better see the puck, and there's not uh, a lot of shadows from what I understood uh, that person to say um, that's why they're wearing that so it's a lot easier to see the puck and they don't see a lot of uh, shadows yeah Dave uh, your second game watching here live uh, any thoughts on that game compared to the first one well the tempo really impressed me especially in the first half of that game uh, between team yellow and team gold uh, not to take anything from the black versus red matchup either but I was really impressed with the skill level. How can you not be, uh, you know, with guys like uh, Jason Yuha, with uh, Kelly Serbu, uh, you know, Vince uh, Ryan as well. It, 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 this thing, I'll say this, just in the short period of time I've been here, the two games, this tournament has grown on me, and uh, I'm sorry I won't be here tomorrow to see the yeah. uh, final game, but I'll certainly have AMI on tomorrow afternoon to check it out. 
and uh, you know you, you won't be disappointed. Yeah, I think if you have a chance to come down and check this whole tournament out, it's, it's a great opportunity to come watch this live, uh, especially if you're in the Toronto area. I know a bunch of family and friends uh, of mine are going to come down tomorrow to see the championship game, and a lot of them haven't seen what the sport of blind hockey is all about, and I think they'll be pleasantly surprised about uh, what it's all about because, uh, uh, pardon the pun, but it really is an eye-opener because uh, you, you come down here, you, you look through the glass when you're walking in through the Ryerson facilities here, and you sort of see that oh, these guys are just playing hockey. Then you realize the puck's a little bit bigger. You hear this cowbell sort of sound, and you're sort of intrigued, and then you realize that these guys are blind, and it just sort of uh, uh, it, it surprises you, but in a good way. So uh, it, it's great to see, and I know we're just about to get underway here for the uh, low vision Jeff, and development. If I, could, if I could just add, good to yeah. see Vince Ryan back in the game uh, yeah. from yesterday's uh, what could have been a, a tournament-changing uh, hit. I'm glad to see him back in the game, and making an, an impression with his team still. And it was funny because uh, he actually got a roughing penalty in that game, so clearly no uh, rust on his uh, skates there. I mean, he was getting right into it, and afterwards they both came out of the penalty box and uh, uh, <laughs> uh, sort of had a friendly encounter after they got out of the penalty box. So it's good to see Vince back in there, but uh, that's what he brings to the game. He brings that grit, almost like the De Mark DeMontis style, where it's a, a grinder sort of mentality. This was an AMI podcast. For more accessible media, visit AMI.ca. Hi, I'm Ramia Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider. Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor. Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books, where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider. Join us weekly for The Pulse with host Joita Gupta, who brings us closer to issues impacting the disability community across Canada. Watch The Pulse on YouTube or listen wherever you download your AMI podcasts. I'm Margaret Shepherd of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hajar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods. The Walrus is Canada's conversation, and you're invited to take part. Download AMI's Voices of the Walrus, where professional narrators read selected articles from the magazine. Available wherever you download your AMI podcasts. Hello, I'm Sean Priest. Join me monthly for Sean of the Shed, where I introduce you to all the technology that can be so useful to us as blind or partially sighted people. Find Shaun of the Shed wherever you find 
or your podcasts. Hi, I'm Stephen Scott. Join me every day for Double Tap. It's a show where we occasionally talk about technology for blind and partially sighted people. You'll find us wherever you get your podcasts.